We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's make Vision Zero a reality in D.C. Almost half of D.C.'s traffic fatalities come from impaired driving. These deaths are 100% preventable. Don't let impaired driving ruin your holiday. Always have a plan for a sober ride. Never drive impaired. D.C. police are arresting drunk and drugged drivers. Drive sober or get pulled over. A message from the District Department of Transportation and Metropolitan Police Department. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome to Rams Talk Radio. This is Derek C. Paul, my co-host, my partner in crime this evening, former Los Angeles Rams defensive back, Michael Stewart. It's Sunday, March 8th. Yes, so it'll probably go is. out on Monday, March 9th. And we might need a day to breathe after what we saw today. Yeah, and I mean that in do. you know, after we vomited a couple of times, you know, cried in the corner, rocking back and forth, all kinds of stuff. 
And uh, uh, Mike, I guess I have to ask right away, how you doing? Hey, man, doing well, man. Always good to be here with you, DC. So, man, just outstandingly waiting to get on with, see what your thoughts are in regards to some of these latest findings about our Rams. (laughs) I had a podcast plan ready to go. It was all good to go. It was set. I actually saw you on the the sheet. So at some point that you opened the sheet up and I saw you there and I'm sitting there working it out and I had this whole big, you know, all this show planned out and then about... 5.40 Eastern time, I see the news hitting the, the waves here that this logo that was first kind of leaked onto Reddit is being verified by Yahoo Sports' Charles Robinson as being legit. Normally, that's exciting news. And then we see the logo when we think, oh, dear Lord, they really botched this up. It's, I mean, that's my first thought. But, I mean, I guess what's yours? What's your first thought here? I don't know where to go with that. I, I just... I, you know, I, I was, you know, going down through some of the, the Twitter responses and I, I agree with a lot of them. It, it looks like a Chargers logo. So I just don't see we're going to go away from our vaunted Ram horns to something that looks like a Charger logo. So that was my first thought. And then it's just like, OK, man, I don't get this. This this doesn't make sense. So that's why I'm like, this has to be a trick. They're just going to throw that out there and see what the uh, response is. If you look at it, you could tell it's a horn, but it's too close to to the sea. Like, it's too close to a charger. It's too close to the same coloring to their lightning bolt. I don't, I don't even know how anybody in any marketing department would think that's this is a good idea. I just don't. I don't, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to yeah, say. I don't, I don't see how it captures Ram fans and going. And again, I'm going through a lot of posts. Same thing. You know, they're like, what is going on? So it, it seems like it's going to cause more confusion. I don't know that people are just going to get on board for something that looks closer to a team that we'll share a stadium with. And to a team that, quite frankly, you don't want to share that stadium with. You, I mean, most Rams fans that I've met don't really have a problem with Chargers. They don't like Dean Spanos. They don't like the way he's done things. And they see him as this tightwad cheapo. And here you're going to have a logo that closely resembles his team. You have to look at it pretty close and you know try and be a little bit more objective to see, okay, yeah, it's a Rams horn. Yeah, it's a Rams horn. But it looks, I mean, it looks amateurish. That's what you got? I mean, that's, that's your best? No, it can't be. That just can't be it. Exactly. I mean, again, I I would imagine they've gone out and and hired a a pretty expensive marketing firm or somebody to come up with a logo. Uh, And it just seems like, you know, I could have went to my high school art uh, department (laughs) and they could have come up with a little bit better. (laughs) I mean, the guy who did our logo for uh, Talking Halos did a great job. And he, he, you know, I look at the logo right there and on the hat and it's got the navy blue, the yellow, and then it's got the a royal blue outline. It's like, I don't think anybody would have ever wanted royal blue and then the navy blue together, period. And then you're going to put on a hat with a navy blue background as well. It's just, it's ugly. And I don't even know what to say to it. There's more to it that we, we could talk about, but I guess we'd better do the whole, you know, show intro, all that jazz. So we'll let you know we're yeah. sponsored by Jim Hawkins, Book Hollow's team. We also remind you that we're available anywhere podcasts can be found, including Spotify, SoundCloud, and Spreaker. And also don't forget to subscribe and leave 
five-star review on iTunes. It really helps us out. Don't forget our other shows in the network. That includes Bunny Heads. And, you know, I just want to point this out as well. We've had this contest going now for a while, and we were okay about maybe just waiting to put your reviews in until you see the new merchandise. Well, now you know if this is the logo, it ain't going to get any better. So you might as well just go ahead and come get your your gift of it now. Go to Apple, Apple Music. Once we get 205 star reviews, we're going to go ahead and send you a uh, gift to to NFLShop.com to buy the current Rams gear, a personalized jersey, okay? So that's how it works. Yeah, go to Apple Music. Leave a five-star review. Send us an email, ramstop1945gmail.com with a copy of your entry, like a screenshot, so we know who to reward, and we'll also read your feedback on the show. All right, Mike, so let me ask you a question about this logo. Yes, sir. Okay, not even this logo, the Rams horns in general. I mean, we've had extensive conversations on here. We have broken down our films with the logo. Maybe there's a new listener, so I'm going to recap this real quick just for any potential new listeners who are just tuning in to hear our thoughts on this. And I'm going to throw it to you because you've worn the horns, man. You've worn the uniform. You've worn the colors. I just want you to give the full feeling because you're not just a person who played for the Rams. You grew up a Rams fan. I mean, you're the full Ram. You know, you bleed these colors. And now maybe we don't want to. (laughs) So just to recap, folks, we've been getting criticized for a long time by certain members of the media as why are the uniforms so important, why it's such a big deal. This team has changed colors a couple different times, but yet the color that they always come back to has always been the royal blue and the yellow. And modernizing the uniforms has never really been a concern to me as much as how are you going to keep the colors? How will you keep it so it still calls back to what you've been, all those great legends of the past, while still looking to the future? The importance of the uniforms that identifies your team, the one that you invest in, your time, your energy, your money, and then how that correlates with the city that calls it home. And here we are now, March 8th, 2020. This logo leaks out, and it is, well, very anti uh, what I think would represent the Rams, period. So, Mike, I'm going to pass it to you because uh, I don't want my words to be the only words here. I'll, I'll talk forever. You know I will. I think your words <laughs> actually I think your words actually carry more water because, like I said, you wore the horns. What are your thoughts on this? I'm, I mean, I'm game for for change and, you know, new stadium. You want to come in with a flash and a big bang. But sometimes I think organizations just start overthinking things and trying to make it the new and prove the next big bang and ooh. But the, the logo that, that is floating out there right now is, is my opinion, it's it's a little it's a little bush in the sense of when you're trying to embody all the history that the Rams have done from the Coliseum to the Anaheim to St. Louis to now Inglewood, uh, just the overall Ram history with all, you know, crazy like Hearst on down Deacon Jones and Merlin and Eric Dickerson and Jack Slater all, all through. Uh, the, the show, greatest show on turf, and and even more recently. Uh, but when I just look at the logo again, it looks to me like a watered down version of circles with you know the lightning bolt. So I'm just like, it's just, it's not distinctive in my my view to say that's Rams. 
you know, it looks like, is that the Chargers logo? Is that a, what it, okay, I can see what they're trying to do and maybe add a little pizzazz to it, but you want something that makes you stand out as, boom, that's your logo. I mean, one of the things you look at, you know, whether you like the Buccaneers or not, you look at their helmet and you go, yeah, that's the Bucks. That's the Buccaneers. And you know who they are. And so uh, I, I just think, I just feel like this has to be some the plant to just get some feedback. Let me just throw something out there to you real quick because I'm just staring at this logo and this is what I'm seeing. Okay, I'm seeing the L and the A. The outline of the L and the A are white. They're both white. Okay. I don't know if people are really realizing that then the outline of the overall logo is a royal blue all the way around, and then the inside core of it. The horns, what looks like it is the horn, even though it also can pass for a C on first glance. And the way that the horn kind of cuts through in a couple of places, it's easy, in my view, to, to say, okay, it looks kind of like the Chargers. That yellow, the, the, the yellow is there, and then the internal is all navy blue so it looks when you just study a little bit like they're trying to combine everything from the past like in terms of all the colors the white and the blue the navy blue with the the yellow and then the royal blue in the background on the outline that's what it looks like to me i'm not sure if you notice that or not so it almost to me, it feels like it's sort of legitimate because those are pretty distinct details to a person who's taking time to study it. And that also makes me a little concerned because you and I both thought this could be a, tr- a really big troll. One that would involve the media, by the way, because the media would right, have had to right. be played on this. I'm not sure they would have liked being played. You would have had to play Charles Robinson from Yahoo or you or Charles Robinson's on the joke. Either way, would look really bad, in my view, in the Rams, because I, I, I know some fans already who are getting a little tired of the trolling here. Just why you got to troll every single day? You know how much this means to the fans. Like, I had never seen a fan base so nervous about a logo release. Now, granted, I cover the Rams. I'm Maybe other fan bases have felt this nervous, but when I, I live out in, in the, you know, Northeast Ohio, I, I know. A lot of Browns fans, no one really kind of freaked out about that. Never saw a lot of Jets fans get all really worried about their new stuff. And then, of course, the Tampa Bay jerseys are awful. But there were even some people who liked them. I've seen, like, two people who thought this logo's okay. And other than that, they all hate them. Am I wrong here, Mike? Am I, am I missing something? No, I, I, I just, you want something distinctive. And that just looks like a whole bunch of, you know, like if you're going down and, and you see a neon sign, you know, uh, like I think a Krispy Kreme donuts, uh, hot donuts now. And it and it almost kind of looks like that. But, yeah, just the L.A. Ram horn, half horn. It just, yeah, it's not doing it for me. Could it grow on me? I guess. But like a yes, tumor, it's almost. Yeah, it looks like it's just, you know, one of those things that if if actually they go with it, 
Yeah, I, I just don't see it. It's just a lot of busyness in it. I think the only way that logo sticks is if the, the uniforms are knockout. Like, they're out of the park knockout, and you don't see that logo pretty much anywhere on, on the uniforms. Like, that's the core logo, but it's not on the uniform anywhere in a way that's distinctive. Like, the uniform looks good. It's It can could, it could still be good, by the way. But let's just say they decide to put that logo on the helmet instead of the traditional horns. I mean, that wouldn't go over, I, I don't think. I think... Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I can't see this being on the helmet. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. Uh, honestly, it's awful. It's gosh awful. I will not buy anything with that logo on it. I'm sorry. I, I mean, no offense to the Rams organization, but if this is your logo and this is what you're putting all over your stuff, then you were tone deaf. You did not listen to your fans. It's clear then at that point, and you deserve any kind of negative ramifications that come your way. But on the flip side, this is just a logo that I put on some stuff, and the core uniform is beautiful and, and wonderful. Then great, fine, I'll buy that. But that logo is Bush League, and I gotta, I, have, I can't, I can't. I'm gonna have a really hard time believing that that logo is a final product. I just can't believe that this would be what you put out to the public. I've never seen a professional logo that lambasted, and and this is knowing Rams fans were concerned about anything a involving Nike and b with recent NFL redesigns. How poorly they've gone over. This is where they go. I just cannot. I really have a hard time believing this. Hey, wasn't you know what? That almost kind of looks like it's a mixture. So I'm wondering if it's the same company that did the L.A. Arena team, the L.A. Cobras, because that L.A. looks a little bit like their L.A. The LA side Cobras? for the Arena team, L.A. Oh, Cobras. It's about the Cobras or the Avengers. Let's make sure we're clarifying. Well, I'm, I'm looking at one that says Cobras, but I was trying to find the Avengers. Didn't they have L.A. on the side of their helmet as well? I'm going to check for you. One second here. I mean, it might be. I'm looking right now at the... Oh! the. I mean, the L.A. looks... Well, there's a Cobra head at the top of the L.A., though. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying just the idea of the L.A. being on the side. The Cobras had an L.A. on the side, and but the and the snake head was part of the L. They didn't have a, a, a turn that came around. What about, the, what about the Avengers? The Avengers. And you would have thought that the Wildcats had the worst uniform in L.A. for football. That was decent. Okay, so the Avengers, no. Not the Avengers. So the Cobras, yeah. yeah. I guess, I mean, that, 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 that font's 32 years old? That's in 1988? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you were playing football then almost a Rams rookie. I'm trying really hard not to make you feel old here. Yeah, 87 was my rookie year. Yeah, I mean, I was trying not to call too much attention to that, although I just did by accident. Sorry, <laughs> it is what I it mean, is. It is, yeah. Age just moves past you. I was nine, so... And it dates me too. I just, I don't see this, Mike. I just don't see how in the world the Rams can uh, get away with it here. I would think that they would be quick to clarify anything with this now that it's out. They did a video right. yesterday on face not face Twitter where they showed an employee taking down the old you know old logo and leaving the wall blank. Right. So they really kind of can't go back to the old logo. Like I believe it was was it Tampa. 
that went back to their old logo when oh, no it was the Chargers. It was the Chargers, sorry. When the Chargers put that first logo out coming to LA, it was just destroyed, right? It was annihilated. They went back to their old logo. The Rams can't really do that now. They've already publicized they're taking down the logo and they've already made it happen. If they do if they do, do that, then they're just basically admitting publicly how much of a train wreck this is. So let's just operate on your theory. Is it really possible this is all one big gigantic leak that hit the media as well and they're just trolling us? Yeah, it has to be. It has to be. <laughs> Why do you think that? I mean, we're going we're putting tinfoil hats on now. Well, I mean, look at it. Is <laughs> <laughs> that bad, huh? Is that bad? Well, it's just, you know, uh I pulled up a uh, an Avengers logo, if you see that in the chat. Yeah, I did. It it looks kind of, you know, similar to that. So I'm like, okay, are we trying to Somebody involved with this has something to do with Hollywood or something, because out of all the logos that you could come up with, L.A. with a horn, that just doesn't seem like. I mean, that's where you're going. The only thing that you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I just. My gosh. What do we say this? So I guess we'll find out. We'll find out real soon here. Yeah. Um, but you know, the thought, what the, what we were hearing was April. I'm wondering if they have to put it out now because it's out. Like they need to say something or they're just going to leave us at where it is and keep messing with people. I don't know, but I just do not see how this works out long-term. I just don't see how this works out long-term for the Rams. This, that logo is just awful. Yeah. This, this just, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's going to be something that, uh, is able to, spin its way out of or it could spin its way out of control but yeah i it's, guess it's we'll brutal. see it's brutal. all right so we're gonna move on before we do we'll let you know the most of us are practically addicted to anything in los angeles rams except for that new logo by the way if you want to learn more about, more about the rams history with a bit of personal touch check out jim hawks hollywood's team grit glamour and the 1950s los angeles rams the book tells the story of the 1950s rams through the lens of jim's dad john who was an offensive lineman for the team from 1953 to 1957 check out some story of his father and the team he played for an era of glitz glamour and future hall of famers you can read about pleasant norm van brocklin elroy crazy's hurst Tom Fritz and Les Richter in this story spent the 19th these Los Angeles Rams. You can find Hawks book online at hallwasteam.com and on Twitter at hallwasteam. It's available both in a hardback, paperback, oh yeah, in electronic form, and Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Folks, it's worth it. If you want to understand why we're flipping out so much about this logo and the history behind this team, that's why. Go back and look at what this team is Done what it's been a part of over the years. And this book, Hollywood Teen, Great Glamour, and the 1950s Los Angeles Rams can help you tell that story, can help you learn the story. Check it out. It's by Jim Hawk. It's well worth the time. All right, so other news here. I mean, that's the one, Mike, that I guess kind of catches all off guard. The franchise tag, it's something that Leslie talked about this week. It was also noted that on from Lindsay Theory on Twitter, she noted that Leslie did quote himself this week and saying he's not planning on using the franchise tag. I know that's been a question. We've addressed it a little bit. I'm pretty certain they're not going to use it. Do you agree or disagree at this point? Well, 
they're not going to let us know what they're going to do. But, you know, we've talked a little bit about regard in regards to, you know, financially, how it doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, but I think it's one of those things that they may consider a trump card that they had to use it. They could, but they know if they do that, you know, it's probably going to be some not so happy campers. So, you know, we'll see. They got about what? Less than 10 days. Close to that. Yeah. Seven days. Yeah. Seven days league year. So they got to put, yeah, they have to make it known soon. I think by Thursday, actually, I think I could be wrong. I don't know that. They are going to do it. They, they'd have to clear some cat space. They would have. They would have to be hundred percent sure that they cannot get Corey Littleton or or Fowler Dante Fowler signed to a deal. And I just don't see how they do it right now. But you never know. You know, there's some talk about trades too. They, the talk that keeps coming up is Trent Williams. And I just read an article that I, I forget where I saw it. I forget where I saw it, but they're suggesting. The, the writer was oh, Jason Reed. Yeah, that guy. Okay, Jason Reed from LA Sports Hub suggesting a Trent Williams trade. Uh, you give up Mr. Cook, Brandon Cooks, to the Redskins. Four years of a deal for one. I um, I have a lot of problems with getting Trent Williams, by the way. I just want to what? point out there. What's that? What's that? Well, A, I don't see the Rams going out there and going underwater on a trade. If, if they trade Cooks before the draft, then they're going to wind up having one extra million more in dead money. So space they can't use on another player than if they keep them. So you're going to go out there and, and basically trade for Trent Williams and go underwater doing it. A guy hosted for one year. And I still happen to believe that if the Rams can fix the offensive line, Brandon Cooks suddenly becomes a lot more valuable. I just, that he needs some help getting open here. He's a quarterback who has a little bit of time and not feeling rushed. So I just want to point that out. But Trent Williams hasn't played a full season since 2013. He's 32 years old, coming off two years, almost two years out of football. I mean, the guy has had injury problems. I mean, again, 2013, Mike, since he's played a full season. That's a concern for me, especially when you're going to bring on him for a year and then potentially have to go look for a tackle next year. Did you say 2013? 2013, since he's played a full season. Okay, that would be a little risky. 2018, not so much. But you think of a guy, legendary, I mean, we think of a Jackie Slater uh, that's played here, obviously, true Hall of Famer. If you could get a guy like that who, you know, can play another, shoot, five, six, seven years, you you working with something in regards to showing up, you know, that passing game. Here we go. Go ahead. I'll, I'll show you. It's he has not he's only played two full seasons twice his entire career, twenty twelve and twenty thirteen. He's played most of the season every year but last year. So 20, 2018, 13 games, twenty seventeen, ten games, twenty sixteen, twelve games, twenty fifteen, f- 2015, 14, 2014, 15, then 16, 16, 10, 14. So he's played in every year except for one, but he's only completed a season fully in two years. So he's had nagging injuries throughout his career, and then he has the big one, the big C there. And so I I guess the argument could be, well, he only really had the cancer. And I understand that. But nagging injuries, he's been out of the game. He's only guaranteed right. for one year. I just, 
for one year. He'll be 32. For one year. I I have to think, I mean, you're going to have to keep him. If he, if he does well and you keep him, then you're going to, you're going to want to resign him. He's going to cost you a pretty penny. It's a huge risk when, if they have Andrew Whitworth coming back this year, if they can get him back this year, then we could always go after Trent Williams next year and not go underwater on a Brandon Cooks deal. Well, what if they figure Williams is better than than Witt and decide to let Witt go? How would you justify that? <laughs> I don't know. Please How would you? Me. I mean, Witt's been here for years. You decide to let him go. He will be cheaper than, than Williams' contract is. He's already cheaper. Williams' contract is what? $12, $14 billion. He, Whitworth made 10.3 this last year. He's not going to make as much this upcoming year as a 38-year-old. Right. I mean, how would you justify going another million dollars underwater like a Cooks deal? Now, maybe there's some, some other deal they can make because, you know, I, I one, don't agree with Jason Reese takes it all from the LA Sports Hub. I know people are like, win now, win now. Isn't the idea, though, for the Rams is we all know they're going to have to eat their medicine or take their medicine at some point with these long-term deals they've signed up or a bunch of money. But they got three people coming up as well who are in extensions. Why do anything to make it more difficult now? Just get Whit back this year and, you know, maybe you're drafting your left tackle for the future. Maybe your left tackle is Joe Noteboom, by the way. We don't know. Yeah, all that's true. But, I mean, the thing is... If the Rams, again, this goes back to what we talked about a couple weeks back in regards to what's going to be their philosophy going into a new stadium. Are they trying to go in and win it this year? Are they actually going to stick with their plan of building a juggernaut for years to come? If if they're thinking about building the juggernaut, you got to, you know, just stay patient and make adjustments, you know, year over year, as opposed to, you know, selling the farm, as they would say. Yeah, okay, well, let's look at it this way. I mean, this some reports now, and I and I, I tend to not go along with anybody who's writing from fan-sided. I mean, I don't see them as being a legit source most of the time. But uh, Matt Vedrami has been pretty good for a while now as a national NFL reporter, and he's reporting that it's looking like the NFL could be at a $240 million salary cap for 2021 right. if everything works right. out. If if it's, if it's $240 million for a salary cap, then the Rams' year to eat money is this year. It's this year. And they'll be right back able to spend money next year. So with all that in mind, I just think it's... I know that the Rams generally don't play it safe. They're going for gold. They're going for, you know, they're going to try and put their foot in the head of the snake. They're, they always are trying to be aggressive. But to me, it would make a lot more sense to take your medicine this year in terms of those contracts and then come out in 2021 with extra salary cap money to, to, pay, to extend the players you need to extend, to bring in the players you want to bring in. To, at that point, you can cut Gurley and even potentially cooks and not have to take such a big you know, hit. I just think they may be wiser just to focus on this year being the best thing they can be, fixing the holes they can, drafting 
very well, which they've been doing, by the way, and then focusing on 2021. I'm not saying you're throwing away 2020. I'm just saying save all that extra aggressiveness for next year when you know you're going to have more money available to you. You still got to pay Jalen Ramsey. No. You got to pay Cooper Cup. Who are you going to keep? What about, hey, what about, <laughs> you know, our safety here? We can't forget about him either. We can't forget yeah, about him. Yeah, I mean, him. I think, you know, I think there's enough in the tank to definitely make the playoffs. Now, how far we go in the playoffs, I don't know. But I think the team, if it, you know, returns relatively the same, there's enough to get to the playoffs. I think a lot will be I, – I think golf should play a lot better just because, you know, the contract thing won't be so much at the forefront. Hopefully whatever is going on with Gurley, that can get worked out. But you'll have the young gun who's ready – should be ready to go this year. So if any hiccups, it's like, Gurley, come stand over here with us. So – they got some decisions, so that's why it's going to be really interesting, really funny to see here in the next, uh, you know, five to seven to ten days how things go down. I just, I'm, again, I'm not saying they shouldn't be aggressive, Mike. I just think that they might want to focus more on the infrastructure now, the, the infrastructure of the roster, so they are able to be exactly what we think they can be. If they get that big bump at 240. And imagine the you know, something else you wanted to talk about in the podcast as well was that some of these owners apparently it's being reported by by ESPN that some of these owners hope the CBA fails and the players vote it down. I mean, I know I, you, I don't know if you actually read through that already, but apparently some of the players aren't happy with the revenue request change. They want more. They want to go from, I think, 47% to 48.5%, which, by the way, to me, sounds perfectly legitimate, by the way. Right. Um, usually, I'll play the, the devil's advocate here and take more of a capitalist side. And, and in this side, I'm going to go, yeah, I'm with the players. If you're going to ask these guys to play an extra game per year, which is going to make all these owners a bunch more money, then give them the 1.5% more and don't whine about it, but yet some of them are, and some, and some of the players aren't happy about it. To me, I think it should be 50-50, quite frankly. But if they say no, I mean, the report here is... That makes sense. I mean, yeah. It, the report here is that the owners want, some of these owners want an 18-game 18 18 game season, so they're hoping this thing crashes and burns. And if that's the case, then if it by chance would happen, I just want to point out that that salary cap won't be $240 million. It'll be, it's going to jump a lot. We're talking like 250 260 You got an 18-game right. season. And so I think the Rams this whole time have had their eyes on the 2021 negotiations thinking this is a way out. I'm serious. I think that's what they were planning for. That's why I think they've front-loaded all these deals, get all this money out of the way, so come 2021 – they're going to have a, 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 like a second area where they're going to be able to spend, spend, and spend some more. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I think that it's it's kind of like, and, and I'm going to go with our president on this one. Don't agree with a bunch of stuff he says, but uh, you know, there are just some things out there that it, that really is fake news. So I think this whole logo just dropping out of 
wherever it dropped out of and and you know the the the, the sporting news has a, a article that says you know the new rams logo is supposedly here and almost everyone absolutely despises it mm-hmm. you know these are some of the things that just show you know get you a little distracted over here a little distracted over there you know but believe me there was a reason why uh coach McVay said he was only going out to the the combine for a day or so and 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 going back to work with the coordinators well why would he do that because they're trying to plug in and figure out okay this is the scheme these are the guys we're going after okay how would they work in the system and things like that that being the case uh you know again we're just anticipating a little bit you know hopefully they're they got things pretty close to their hip that they or opposing teams won't know their moves until they actually are moves. You know, a lot of stuff right now is just a lot of speculation, hyperbole, and just, you know, somewhat getting everyone distracted on, you know, the what ifs. But I have to imagine, uh, and I agree with you a little bit in regards to, you know, it just doesn't seem feasible that they would try to go all in this year with the cap going up. I mean, I think it makes more sense to go all in next year if you're banking on the CBA. I think it does, but you know, I could be wrong. I mean, jeez, I'm I'm wrong all the time. Who am I? Who am I kidding? <laughs> you know, but I did want to get your thoughts too as well on this CBA. You know, the as a player, and you and I have had our we just last week had our debates on it. But again, mentioning the forty-eight point five percent. Is what's in the proposal now for the for the players? It's a one point five percent raise in terms of what the Rams, not the Rams, the NFL is willing to, you know, say. Hey, players, this is your your share of the of the pie. Is it that unreasonable to if you, for the players to expect that and maybe more at fifty percent? Are the players wrong to be griping about it? No, no, because I mean, in any negotiation, you got to go high. And, you know, if you have to back down a little bit, then so be it. But you got to go high. If you start low, you're going to get nailed. You got to go high. And then hopefully you've already got that number that actually fits for everyone and it'll work. You know, the biggest thing is from a player standpoint, you just want to see, you know, fairness, you know, and if they see that certain things are fair, then it's a no brainer for everyone. Because who doesn't want to, you know, whether you're a player or management side, who doesn't want to go out and earn, uh, you know, a nice living? So that being said, uh, the sooner they can get those things done, the sooner that everyone can make money including the owners, because now they can go out and uh, negotiate with, you know, said networks and things like that. So, uh, but I don't think it's just going to be the first time there's a, a offer that everybody's going to sign off on it. I I don't know how it's going to go. I mean, some players have said no already to it, so we'll see. But overall, I, I don't see... I don't see there being a strike or anything. I think I think what the league and players are, are fairly close in terms of what they want. They start saying 18 games, I cry hypocrite, by the way, to the NFL. I mean, 18 games, 17 games even, to me at this point, is 
won 17 games. It seems weird. Eight, nine, nine, eight records. No one could finish 500. I, no one. I just, that would drive me nuts. But also, just, if we're talking about player safety over the years. Why are you trying to add more games? I've never, we've talked about that before. I don't see what you're trying to do. Why would you risk the health? You're, you face criticism over the years about concussions and protocols, and then all of a sudden, let's go ahead and add two more games to schedule. For what? For money? For, I, I ugh, ugh. That's all I'm going to say about that. Right, right. Ugh. All right, so, believer, and I think, I, I, I can't believe we did it, even with, even with the whole discussion here. I think we covered everything planned today in good order. Yeah. I would, you know, yes, we did. We've got three free agents. We'll briefly mention Austin Blythe, Michael Brockers, Greg Zerline. I guess real quick before we want to go, I want to ask you uh, these three names and, and see if you believe they are going to come back or stay. So just say, you know, stay or leave. Okay, ready? Yep. Austin Blythe. Stay. I agree. Greg Zerline. Stay. I say go. I say go. go. His okay. contract was crazy expensive for a team that needs salary cap space. If he's you know, unless he's willing to cut it, cut his uh his demands down or what they previous demands down, I say he's probably going bye bye. He had a pretty hefty contract, so um Michael Brockers. Stay. Oh boy. Uh, I'm going to say go. I'm going to say go. Not because I want him to go, but because the money needs to fit. Now, I want to reserve this, by the way, Mike. If the Rams somehow renegotiate Jared Goff, I'm going to switch in to stay. I'm calling it right now. Right. I'm calling it now. But just so right here is it. All right, folks, so it is time for us to roll. I'm going to ask, I just want to give the, I'm going to leave the floor here to Mike. Mike, any closing thoughts as we get one week closer to the league week, league year beginning? Well, you know, one of the big things we kind of diced it up a little bit is how the Rams are going to attack what is somewhat a little bit of a crunch on the sour cap. And how they're going to either carve out some more dollars. Obviously, that means they're going to have to, you know, either restructure some deals or they may have to just release some some guys. So I'm going to be very much watching the next few days to see if I can get any hints on, you know, what direction they're actually going to go. So I'm going to be very interested in to see how much they're willing if they're going to go in this year or just. As we, I think, both agree, they should wait till next year to to just go all in. And for me, I would say, folks, buckle the safety belts. The Rams usually do make some moves before the league year starts. They'll they'll start, you know, seeing some signings or pop any day now, any hour. Also, the same thing about the logo. That's official. I guess we'll jump back on, and or at least I will. I'm not sure. Mike's hard to catch. Mike's like he's like a ghost. He's in and out. So expect this week the possible of a couple podcasts depending on how things go. If the same Ricky News will be back. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at TalkRams on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Rams Talk. 
Also, don't forget that we are looking for sponsors for next year. You can reach out to us at Rams Top 1945 or leave us a voicemail at 657-666-5453. We'll get our media kit out to you ASAP. And also that we are part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network, providing all kinds of awesome podcasts. So with all that said, you can find me on Twitter at DC Apollo, Mike at 1223. For the entire staff here at Rams Talk, this is Derek C. Paul saying take it easy. And here's for a less exhausting week. We're out. We're out. Don't let impaired driving ruin your holiday. Always have a plan for a sober ride. DC police are arresting drunk and drug drivers. Drive sober or get pulled over. Message from the District Department of Transportation and Metropolitan Police Department. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.